You are listening to the Utah Jazz Beats with Sam and Peeps, the ultimate podcast for diehard fans and passionate followers of the Utah Jazz. Here are your hosts, Sam and Peeps. What's up, everyone? This is the Utah Jazz Beats with Sam and Peeps. It is Labor Day weekend. Uh, how's it going, Peeps? Well, it's going good. I just got back from camping, went up uh, past Park City. So uh, good Labor Day weekend for me. What about you? It's good. It's good. It's September. We're finally getting to some real sports. No more of that baseball crap. Um, <laughs> I, I, just... I sent Sam a text this week, and I was like, man, I'm so thankful that real sports are starting up because college football just started. And I said, we don't have to deal with that baseball or that dart throwing on ESPN anymore. <laughs> No more darts. No more darts for yeah. us. I've spent like the last That's three you days just watching college sports. football. Yeah, seriously, literally. <laughs> and I look cool, today. Man. We got we got fifty two days until jazz basketball. Hey yo. So, and then fifty one. Then, then real sports the season, start. But. Just kidding. Hey, 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 football's still good, but it's still NBA. <laughs> anyway, alrighty. That's true. So today. Um, our first segment is the Jazz Jump Start, and what Peeps and I want to talk about was five point guards that the Jazz could realistically target and maybe get in a trade. Last week, we kind of went over some internal options from the team, or I guess that was two weeks ago, and then on this episode, we just want to go external. Um, for me, my main hope is still that Keontae George becomes that guy, and so some of these guys may be placeholders or maybe guys that could be good mentors. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll just go with Justin's list and we'll see how many we overlap with. Uh, who's the first guy on your list, peeps? Okay, so I, I took a little different of an approach to the point guard position because obviously we our main goal is we want Keontae George to be the point guard, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I kind of thought of three approaches to us filling the point guard position from a trade perspective, obviously. Um, the first was... We have a one-year guy who is really just still in the spot till KG3 comes in. And in that situation, the kind of guy we want is someone who's a veteran, probably a mentor of some sort, um, mentoring KG3 to be a better point guard, someone who can get high assists, low turnovers. They don't really necessarily need to have a high shooting percentage or a high volume, I'd say, but like a high percentage would be nice and then high like free throw percentage. But yeah, not necessarily a shooter per se, but more of a, a mentor, high assist kind of guy, right? Okay. And then I also thought of long-term point guards. You could take that approach. Maybe that's because KG3 isn't in the picture or something else, right? But that would probably be like a younger guy who's about to enter their prime. Now that guy will have a higher shooting volume and uh, is able to facilitate shots for themselves, but also facilitate shots for others. And then my last one, which is probably like my favorite of the three, is a point guard who plays this year that we trade and get, but then transitions to a shooting guard role, probably taking over Jordan Clarkson's role, um, just because he's a little bit older. And so that would also be a younger guy who has good handles, who could be a facilitator, but is you know good off the ball. It's a big shooter, gets buckets. That's kind of my thoughts on that. But I'll give you my first guy. I'll kind of do the. <laughs> I'll do my uh, I'll do my my one year guys first my my guys who have a one year contract with us. okay wait uh, just, the first give me, one. just give me your first just the one player first okay so James Harden yeah, is yeah. the first guy okay he's not on and my list 
<laughs> and he's, I mean, he's got a one-year contract right now, thirty-five million bucks. We can afford that this year. Uh, and obviously, he'll probably go somewhere else afterwards, anyways. So it's not like we're going to be keeping him forever. But 76ers don't really like him. He doesn't really like 76ers right now. So far, <laughs> supposedly they're keeping him. But so it's like I don't. I feel like that is a trade possibility. And the reason being on his side is obviously he is really good at assists. Like I was saying, like we want someone who has high assists, who is a dedicated point guard. James Harden totally fills that role. But some of his downfalls, I would say, is his attitude, his locker room. Uh, like, I don't really know if I'd want that style on my team, right? Kind of keep the locker room healthy. So that's his downfalls, but the, the, up, the upsides would be, you know, obviously his assists and his point guard status. Well, yeah. What's your thoughts on on James? Why was he not on your uh, um, on your list? Well, so basically, the the biggest reason he wasn't on the list is because I don't think it's that realistic. Um, I mean, we could we could afford him. Like the Jazz could pretty much afford anyone, but like I feel like the, he, there's no way he wants to be in Utah, right? Like I'm pretty sure. Everyone knows that there's no way he would so want either, to come yeah. to Utah. And <laughs> no. the way with he, the way he is, if he doesn't want to be somewhere, then he doesn't play. So I feel like the Jazz would stay away from it. So that's the main reason that I didn't have him on my list. But with James Harden, like obviously the pros are like so good because he's a great playmaker, and that would be perfect with our front court. Like we really just need a playmaker that can get Lowry involved, Kessler involved, Collins involved. Because right now all of our guards are just not playmakers. And so that's the biggest thing we need as a playmaker. So he would be perfect. He would probably average, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he averaged over 10 assists on this team. Like, I think that he could get so many assists, especially with marketing. Um, oh, yeah. So, no, yeah, I think I think he would be awesome. But it's like what you said, just his freaking attitude sucks. And, I mean, he's played with, like, so many winners, and he just can't win. Like, they all win without him, you know what I mean? And so, I don't know. He would, I just think, he would be a cancer to the locker room. He'd probably teach guys on the team like bad habits. Um, so anyway, I uh, he's insane, but also I'm like keep him away from our young guys and our culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, here's here's. I mean, obviously, I'm not. I mean, it would be cool if he was on our team, but I'm not like let's go get him kind of thing. But here's yeah. another funny thought: is if you think about him, like me personally, right now, not as much. But when he was on the Rockets, I hated him as a Jazz fan, right? Hated the yeah, Rockets, we hated all did. him. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, now it's like, hey, he's on the 76ers, he's on the Nets before. It's like, I don't really care. So I wonder what that attitude would be, like, from that, you know, the hatred from before from all the Jazz fans, and then bringing him on the team. I just wonder what the fan perspective would be of him. Yeah, I mean, like... Most jazz fans will just love anyone that puts on a jazz uniform, but he could be the exception, honestly. Like we Utah fans hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, honestly. <laughs> like they hate him. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't, it sounds like neither of us are really like let's go get him, but it's mostly just like he's an option. So Yeah, yeah. That's exactly is that, is that what you're feeling? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Any other I, thoughts I on him or, or do like you it'd be it'd be hard him? not to mention him. Oh yeah, for sure. Like if saying, nothing else, he's at least an honorable mention, right? Yeah, exactly. So who's uh, who's your first guy? All right, my first guy is Damian Lillard. I 
I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that you have him on your list, right? I would I would have never put him on my list. No, I'm kidding. He's, he's definitely on my list as a guy who uh, <laughs> who could literally, be uh, a good player or two. Yeah, I mean we can't do this exercise without including Damian Lillard. So, um, we'll just go through go through his season last year. Um, so I think it was just last year that he signed a two year, one hundred twenty one million dollar contract. Um, basically he's going or a contract extension, sorry. So he's going to make 63 million in the 2026, 2027 year. And I believe he'll be 36 that year. Is that correct? Uh, he'll either be 36 he's or 37. 33 now. So yeah. yeah. So 36, 37 around there, um, in his last season when he's making $63 million, which I don't know if a player has ever made that much in a season in NBA history. Uh, before there's a lot of big no. contracts signed so he won't be the only one but yeah anyway so it's just think about it. it's a that's the kind of the scary thing is it's a lot of money for a really old guy um and in nba terms anyway but he has been aging really well like last year he averaged 32 points per game uh seven assists almost five rebounds on 46 percent shooting and so even with them like getting old and uh, he's not supposed to be in his prime anymore, but he's he's still playing like it, you know, like um, that's like MVP type numbers right there. And then obviously the way that I feel like he fits with our team is just like his experience, you know, in kind of a in a Mike Conley way, like he's got so much experience where he could help these young guys. And then obviously he's he's one of the best shooters. He might be like he's probably a top 10 shooter all time, maybe even top five you could argue for um he's super athletic obviously that athleticism will kind of go away as time goes on and then he's a great playmaker and i would really love him to be here to help develop keontae george i think he could be like such a great mentor teach him great habits um just kind of be a player coach specifically for keontae and he's a kind of guy that puts us from like are we a playoff team to are we contenders like he he could really put us in that mm-hmm. next echelon in the West. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of things to like about him. And really the only thing I don't like is, is his agent contract. So what, what do you think? No, I agree too. I mean, so my, my main concern on him is the agent contract. I mean, cause he does have, like you're saying, so I mean, he's got this year, two more years of, you know, guaranteeing money. And then he has a player extension. That's that 63 million, which he'd be silly not to take that. Right. So, pretty much a four-year contract mm-hmm. and yeah he's 37 by the end of that so we don't even know what it would be like how good he would be but i would really like him as like that yeah the player coach mentor for Keontae george so i'd love to have him in like one of my you know my three setups was the one-year guy and then like the long-term point guard but with his contract i think it would just be really hard to have him as a one-year guy like if we're picking him up we're picking him up for his whole contract so he would have to probably be our dedicated point guard and Keontae George would probably have to be a shooting guard or backup point guard or something else, which makes it tricky to really develop Keontae George in the way we're hoping. That's my yeah, thoughts that's on him. And I wouldn't even, like, if we're getting Damian Lillard, I wouldn't want him for just one year, you know, because he's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, I would definitely, he'd be long term. And uh, Keontae George, I mean, he's played. In college, he played the two and the three, so like he could play shooting guard and it could work. But and then the 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 other thing I just thought of this, I didn't think about it earlier, was 
there's been all the reports that he only wants to play in Miami. And so I don't know how serious True. that is, but what if we trade who knows what for him and then he's just like, I don't want to play for you, you guys. You might have a James Harden set up again that they don't actually want to play. Yeah. That's the, yeah. So we've gone through two players and both of them were worried that they wouldn't want to play in Utah. But <laughs> he does have Utah roots yeah. and I, I don't think he would actually do that. I think he's just saying that right now so that he can go to Miami. But I bet if he got traded, he, he would be all in on whatever team he went to, especially Utah. Yeah. Yeah, especially like with his Utah roots. I feel like if he was traded here, maybe it's not happening to start because he didn't go to Miami. But I bet you he'd give them this all. Yeah. Here's, I mean, uh, there's here's any... one. Uh... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you go. Sorry. No, you go. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was just saying one random stat that I saw when I was looking at him up. He has never came off the bench or anything. So he's played 769 games, and he started all 769. Really? I thought it was just super... <laughs> Super interesting, actually. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just surprising. I mean, it makes sense, but it's surprising because most guys don't start from day one as rookies. So, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, well, yeah. I lie. If I, if it comes back, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, sounds good. Do you have any other thoughts on him before we go to your second guy? Um, I think that kind of wraps up my thoughts on, on Lillard. Okay. Oh, yeah, and I don't know if we said this at the game. We both picked five guys that we feel like that we're targeting, so I, I don't remember. We'll see, if I can, we'll see if I can stick to five. I kind of brought in a few, you know, floater guys. So oh, we'll okay, see. okay. No worries. <laughs> but, All uh, right, who's who's your next guy? Okay, my second guy is DeJounte Murray. Oh, now, shoot. Honestly, is he on your list? No, 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 he's not. I didn't even... I love him, but it didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> so that's that's why I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Now, honestly, I don't know if we could get him. The thing is, he has a contract that is, like, super tradable. His contract is just insanely good. So, like, having the Hawks give him away for anything at the start would be crazy in the first place. Like, they'd have to get quite a bit back, I think. But his stats, I mean, so it's, here's his contract. Four years a hundred million dollars and then he has a one-year player option after that so it's a lot long contract but it's pretty reasonably priced i mean this next year it's it's 18 million which is the same as uh colin sexton to put it in perspective oh really and... wow I, had, <laughs> yeah. I thought he was yeah. i thought he was getting way more than that that's awesome <laughs> no i was just like wow i was blown away actually you look but, shook I mean, right his now. stats <laughs> i love hey hey out of all the options this is the one i was like oh this is good. I want. I want him. <laughs> but That's so funny. Uh, his stat wise, I mean, last year he averaged twenty points a game. He only had like two turnovers a game. You know, one one and a half fouls a game. He has a pretty good free throw percentage. His uh, three point percentage is a little low for what I'd want for like what he is, which is like thirty four percent. But he's shooting forty six altogether. But uh, what's what's your thoughts on uh, on that so far? Oh. That's I don't know. I didn't think of it myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess my main question is, first of all, is like, could the Jazz get him? Would the Hawks be willing to give him? They just gave, I feel like, I think it was two first round picks to the Spurs, but they might have even given three. I don't remember. Do you know how, how many picks they gave to the Spurs for him? Oh, I can look it up. But yeah, I don't have oh, that here. You're frozen. Uh, I don't I don't have the stats. 
Oh, no, no, it's fine. Um, anyway, so, like, he's... Obviously, they just gave up a lot to get him, so it's like, how fast would they want to move on from him? But from just a player perspective, being on the team, man, he would fit great. Uh, I think he he's like a tall point guard. I want to say he's like 6'4", um, at least 6'3", for sure, but I think he's 6'4", or taller. He's 6'4", six, yep. He's 6'4", okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So, yeah, he's uh-huh. a 6'4", point guard. He's great at defense. Like, our defensive lineups would be insane. With him, uh, freaking Kessler, Markinen, like, the, that would be great defense. So, he would be an awesome perimeter defender. Um, so, yeah, that would be great. And then he already has chemistry with John Collins. They just played a season together in Atlanta. Uh, granted, it was Collins' worst year, but, like, they already have experience. So, that would be another great thing. But I just, like, his playmaking and his... Uh, defense would be so awesome with this team. He could, yeah. Anyway, it'd be great. I think I think he would be awesome. Oh, I think yeah. I think the only tricky thing is if they're even willing to give him up, and if they are getting willing to give him up for how much. And my my bet is he's probably worth probably three first round picks. You got to give up a guard and maybe maybe something else. I don't know. Like yeah, that's I mean I feel like he color. has to take a little bit of all. Yeah. yeah so I exactly. guess it just depends on how much. We think he's worth, but he, yeah, he was an all-star, not last year, but the year before he was an all-star. Like he, he is a good, he's a good player. So anyway, that, that would be sweet. He's one of my favorite players. So uh, that's dope. <laughs> there you um, go. All right. Anything else on him or should I give you my next one? Let's do the next one. All righty. So kind of what you're saying about a guy that could play point guard and then move to the two. Um, I don't know if he, would be our point guard, but with how the Jazz are, it's not like we really have any point guards anyway. Like, we're talking about Jordan Clarkson at point guard. So this is kind of a similar situation. Or mm-hmm. I was thinking of Tyler Hero. Uh, did you think about Tyler Hero Ooh, okay. at all? I, I had a thought of him, and I was like, I yeah, I just did not think we were going to move the game, so I didn't really put too much thought to him. On, honorable mention for but you. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so I was thinking Hero. Um, I think that the most likely way that we get him is in a Damian Lillard trade to Miami, um, and then it's just like a three-team deal. And I assume that we're gonna be we would be giving the Heat a draft pick or two, and then a guy like I would say probably Sexton or Clarkson. Um, I assume one of those two guys. So anyway, uh, that's kind of like what a little framework for it would look like. But Tyler Hero, um, he was sixth man of the year, not this past season, but the year before. Um, and then he signed a four-year, $120 million deal last summer. So that's not too crazy. He's making about $30 million a year through the end of 2026-2027 uh, season. Last season, he averaged 20 points a game, four assists, five and a half rebounds, uh, 44% shooting, and then 38% from three. And so, basically, uh, the biggest downside I see with him is that he is a little bit redundant if you do have Clarkson and Sexton on the team. They have very similar skill sets where, I mean, scoring first guards, not much of playmakers, but I think of the three, he would instantly be the best of those three guys. Um, I think he's like Clarkson and Sexton, but he's better. And so he would probably be instantly become one of our best isolation scorers he can hit the three mid-range and get to the rim. I think he's young enough where he fits our timeline. 
Um, and so, yeah, the main thing, the main reason I want him is just for scoring ability. He does turn over a little bit too much. His defense isn't great, but he can score. He's been to the finals twice, so he has a lot of experience. He can obviously win. So I think there's a lot of reasons to like him. He's not, he's honestly not much of a point guard, but I mean, I think it would still, still be worth it. I think, I think the more guys that can put the ball in the basket, the better. And so it would be worth it to have him on the team, but I don't know if the fit is perfect, just like a Clarkson fit isn't perfect either. Mm-hmm. Now, when I, my initial thought of him is definitely not point guard, but yeah. I mean, obviously even you have like Danny H and them saying that like you can kind of go to a point guard less basketball. That's kind of how the league's going. Right. So he could totally do it. Um, and I think it would be a sweet on the team. The thing I would say is tricky again is kind of the same as the last guy. It's just hard to see if we could even get him in the first place with, uh, you know, I mean, obviously I don't know what his, what did you say his contract was? 30 million for the next four years? He has a four year contract. Um, so yeah, it's like 30 million per year. Uh, so it's 120 millions total for four years. Okay, so I'm just so I think, I think we I think we owe ninety even. I think we owe ninety million still. So okay, gotcha. He, yeah. yeah, I bet you. Out of him, like who do you think we would be able to get easier, Dejounte Murray or Tyler Hero? Tyler Hero, I think. Dejounte Murray was if he did the three team trade, he was and he was just there. Yeah, and, and I think it'll be easier because yeah, it'll be a three team trade, so we're not giving up like an insane amount, but. I think it would be at least one draft pick. Well, I think at least one first and then maybe some seconds. And then I think Clarkson or Sexton and then whatever needs to happen to make the salaries work. But yeah. Yeah. And I bet you, I bet you Jordan Clarkson, if he's coming on the team, Jordan Clarkson would probably be leading the team. That's my yeah, own take on that. I'm sure. Yeah. So. You can't have three of those guys. So like with Sexton too. Yeah. So like super anyway. similar. Yeah, and your thoughts on him, or should we go to your next one? That's that's my thoughts on him. My uh, my next guy, same type of guy, so he's more of a shooting guard, and that's because he's kind of the guy who was doing the point guard role while Keontae George is, you know, developing, and mm-hmm. it's uh, Keldon Johnson. So, oh, Keldon Johnson, young guy, 23. This is his – he's been in the league four years, I want to say. Um, mm-hmm. he, uh, he's got a pretty same contract, a you know, pretty reasonable contract getting paid 20 million this year. Then he has four years altogether. Funny thing is his contract those last two years actually drops in price. So it's like 20 million this year. Then it's like 18 million and then 16 million, 16 million. So like literally gets easier to work with him through time. But this last oh, year, nice. he averaged 22 points a game. And he, uh, he's got five rebounds. He only has, like, three assists, which uh, I'm curious. I mean, obviously, a point guard with only three is kind of an interesting take. His shooting, shooting's down a little as well. It's 32% on the three, but uh, 75% on the free throw line and 45 altogether. Yeah, no, for sure. And you were thinking of him at, like, the two? I was thinking of him like- as... Pretty much take probably like playing starting probably the point guard to start right this year and then he'll drop to like a shooting guard with with uh Keontae George next year. 
Interesting. Yeah, because I uh, he's only played forward, so it would be really interesting to see if he he could do like that point forward or be a point guard on the team. Um, but yeah, no, he. I think he's like a really good self creator, uh, which is I'm always all about anyone that can score. I just feel like the Jazz really lack guys that can go and score for themselves, and so anyone that can play isolation and get a basket down the stretch when we need it, I'm all about. So yeah, I think that's super interesting. Yeah. Um, that's I mean, that's my thoughts on him. He didn't have too much too yeah. crazy of a, of a setup there. No, that's good. Um, who's, who's your uh, who's your next guy? Let's see here. Oh yeah. I was gonna go with Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones, um he just okay. barely got oh yeah did sorry, did you think about him at all? No, no, not at all. No. Well, I thought we, I literally <laughs> thought we were gonna go through like seven guys, but we might just go through like ten different guys. The only overlap we've had is Lillard, so <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, um, seriously, cool. Uh, so yeah, Tyus Jones, he was on the Grizzlies, um, and he just got traded to the Wizards over the summer. So I'm not sure if the Wizards are like we really want Tyus Jones or like the Wizards just blew everything up, you know? So I, it's unclear to me if they're like obsessed with having him as part of their future or if he just so happened to be part of the blowing it up process, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah what kind of trade it actually was. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, but in my opinion, he's been the best backup point guard in the NBA for the last two seasons, at least. Um, I'm trying to look at the record. Oh yeah. In 2021, 2022 season, when John Morant was out, the Grizzlies went 20 and 5. I assume that Tyus Jones, I mean, I know that he started the majority of those games. I'm not sure if it was every single game, but anyway, so obviously, like, he can run the show. Last season, as a starter, he averaged 16 points and eight assists. Uh, when he's been coming off the bench, he's been averaging 10 points and five assists with two rebounds. Um, I also really like that he doesn't turn the ball over which I feel like is something that's a problem with a lot of our guards right now is there's lots of turnovers. Um, he shot 43% from the field and 37% from three. So he could improve as a shooter, but also like if he's open, he's going to knock it down. Um, and so, yeah, my main thing is he's another like in a different way. Um, he's like a Mike Conley type of guy where he's just like a table setter, a playmaker. He's going to get all of our guys involved. He doesn't have an ego. He's not going to get mad um, if he about his stats or anything. Like he just seems like the perfect team guy, the classic, you know, point guard. Like this, a lot of I feel like there's not very many real point guards in the NBA anymore. A lot of them are like a mm -hmm. Tyler Hero or like a Colin Sexton, um, who are all about like getting their own shots. But yeah, he's he's a real point guard who can pass the ball, makes good decisions, um, and I think he's. For sure, good enough to be a starter because he, in my opinion, he's been the best backup for like a, such a long time now. I feel like, yeah, the facilitator, like the true point guard, is something that is desired, but it is very rare these days in the NBA. And yeah, you got like, you got Damian Lillard, you got like these other guys who can, like, who do it, but there's like not a lot. And even like the list of people that we're talking about coming over to the Jazz, a lot of them are like, these shooting guard, point guard type guys, not true point guards. Yeah, I, I feel like this is the first yeah, one. That, I think I've like Jones is like the only one that is like when you think of a classic point guard, like 
like if you think of John Stockton or you think of Mike Conley, like there's like no one like that. <laughs> you know, like I feel like it's yeah, like the oldie yeah. ones. So Yep. I um, I would actually rather see a true point guard on the team. Like a guy who's really super, you know, selfless and is always looking for other people's shots and not really his own. That's that's for sure. I mean, yeah, if you think about like the perfect fit, if we're really thinking about it, would be Mike Conley. Like he would be the perfect fit. Like everything that we need, Mike Conley can do, but he's not here. So I was, and he's I was not coming. I'm scrolling past him on the trade, and I was like, "Dang it, <laughs> <laughs> he's not coming back." But no, like that's yeah, no. that is what we need. Is like Mike Conley and Tyus Jones, in my opinion, is like the closest thing to Mike Conley in the league right now. So. Anyway, he'd be awesome. Uh, did you have any other thoughts, or is that it? No, that's it on that one. All right. And then, uh, you got... so, so here's my fifth guy. The thing is, so I got I, – I put seven down, I'll be honest. And this fifth one is tricky for me to say which one's actually the most reasonable. So I'm going to say the, the three guys, and then I'm just going to talk about uh, – so I'm going to talk about Austin Reeves. But the other honorable mentions was Desmond Bain, from the Grizzlies, and then also Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday, reason, he's got one year left on his contract. And Bucks, I mean, the only reason I put him on there is because Giannis made that comment that he might, you know, leave the Bucks. So let's see if they do, like, a rebuild a little early. But super solid, you know, point guard, shooting guard style player. Really, you know, good veteran experience. But I don't think it's really plausible that he would ever be here. Like, I just don't Wait, sorry, you're happen. talking about Drew, so that's right? just an honorable mention. Say that again. Wait, sorry, you're talking that's about Drew Holiday. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was just making yeah. sure. And then yes. Desmond Bain. Oh, sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say something interesting about Drew Holiday, and I don't know if he still feels this way, but when he signed his last contract with the Bucks, he said that at the end of his current contract, he was gonna retire. And which wow. obviously he's he's really good. So he's really good. He's good enough to keep playing. Um, but I wonder, and I think I think he was. He said that like a couple of years ago now. So I wonder if he's gonna stick with that. But he would be awesome. Like he would be. He's so he's probably the best defensive guard in the NBA, in my opinion. And so yeah, he's he's super awesome. I think he was an All Star this last season. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm curious to see if he will actually retire or not. Yeah, and on on our team, I would see him as a one year player, and then either he retires, goes somewhere else, something. But like. I don't see yeah. him for year anyways. And then Desmond Bain, the other like honorable mention, he's got a really big contract. It looks like they're really wanting him, and they're putting a lot of assets into him. So I don't think there's any way he would come over. But I think he'd also be a really good fit on our team. You know? <laughs> Zero. Zero. <laughs> I agree. I would love to see it, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, but, uh, my boy can dream. We should have drafted him and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously, in, uh, the Azubuki draft. But anyway, that's a that's a whole yeah. other topic. <laughs> but, okay, but now the real guy that I think could happen is Austin Reeves. It kind of feels like same type of thing with the Lakers. They could be kind of looking to move him as like one of their next star players. So it could be really hard to get to him. But I feel like his his uh, you know cap. His ceiling is super high compared to where he's at. And I bet you the Lakers see that as well. So that's why it'd probably be tricky to get him. So Because he only averaged, I mean, 13 points last year. But his free throw was really good. He had three-point percentage of, you know, 40%. He 
He's shooting 53% altogether. Super reasonable contract. So far, he just signed an extension with them uh, for two years. So he has three years, including this one altogether. So, like I said, I mean, I don't think we could get him, but I would see his ceiling as being super high. And I could see him totally playing with Keontae George in a really good combination. That would be such a good backcourt. Um, sorry, were you going to say anything else? Or should I go? No, that's it. Okay, yeah, I was going to say um the stats do not tell the story on austin reeves uh i didn't have him on my list mostly because i wasn't sure how attainable he is but like you can throw pretty much all of his 13 points a game and all that out the window like he is so good he has been balling out for team usa he has probably been like besides anthony edwards he may be the best player on that team so far this summer like he um I've been watching like all the games. They're in the middle of the night, so I just record them and then I watch them like in the evenings after work. And he has been so freaking good. <laughs> so anyway, no, he's awesome. Um, he his biggest weakness, I would say, is probably his defense. But on offense, he can shoot the ball. He's um, he's a good ball handler. He's a good playmaker. He's super good. I mean, I remember one playoff game against the Grizzlies. He's got you got him. You got LeBron, you got AD, and he just is waving off LeBron and AD for the final shot, and he's yep. taking it and hit it. And I was like, what the heck? Who is this guy? So anyway, the point Who is, is this guy. guy? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he, like, he came out of nowhere. He was a two-way guy, and now he is like the Lakers' future, basically. Like I, I think the Lakers are going to really try to build around him, like going out of the LeBron era. Like I think they're going to try to – like once LeBron retires, I mean – They'll try to build around AD and Austin Reeves, I think. But if the Jazz could get him, oh my gosh, what I would give. It's so funny, too, because going into the summer, I had people asking me about him and, like, if I want him. I think I talked about it with you, and I was like, no, he's overrated. He's just on the Lakers. (laughs) And so people think he's awesome. And I was so wrong because watching him on Team USA, he is he's so good. I, I would love him. He's, like, my dream, I think. If there was one guy that I, one guard that I could say the Jazz get, it would probably be Austin Reeves. But I just don't know if it's possible. The funny, the, the funny thing is that exact same commentary of what your thoughts were about him. I mean, you had that all through like last season as you started to like see him progress. And you're like, nah, nah, nah. Like it's, it's like, uh, you know, just not going to happen. It's like Jordan Poole kind of style. <laughs> obviously, it's changed a little bit, but it's funny to see. Because one guy I would not want on my team is Jordan Poole right now, I'll be honest. But. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Who's, uh, who's your last guy, though? So, I think because you and I both had Lillard, I think I still have two more on my list of five. Oh, you have two more? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, because I've, okay. I've done Lillard, Hero, and Tyus Jones, so I got two more still. Um, so, okay. my first my first one is Ben Simmons, <laughs> which... I know you're gonna hate that. <laughs> no, but listen. Uh, wait, let me. Put it I I don't want him. Hey, like, hey, I think I think the podcast is over, but <laughs> that's it. No, just listen. This is not. I didn't list five guys that I want the Jazz to get. I'm just saying you got to think about it. It's a you can target. All right, so just hear me out before you start. Before you start freaking out. All right. You I, mean a I potential target for all the other shooters in the game, or what? <laughs> I, 